Lie down. 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 Face the ground. If anybody should try to stand or make any move to escape, he would be shot dead. As the intruder spoke, Senusi froze. His friend, Farouk, had just run into the room and locked the door. But a group of terrorists soon forced their way in. It was 11.30 p.m. on the last Friday in August. They had had a bang and soon the terrorists were in their room. This is Vestiges of Violence, a weekly podcast about personal stories of violence victims. For Human Angle, I am Hamida. We all heard that someone was at the door, and Farouk went to check through the window, only to find out that someone dressed as an armed robber, holding a torchlight, was outside. He rushed back and locked the door. We were grunting heavily while trying to hide and soon the terror group found us. That was how they forced their way into the room. Senusi was kidnapped alongside his aged father, three friends and a neighbor. That night marked the beginning of Senusi's horrific ordeal at the hands of the terror group. When they began the journey, members of the terror group covered their faces with rags so they could not recognize them and walked them into the forest where they passed the night. We walked for about four hours before we got to a hill where they stopped us. They tied our hands and legs and covered our faces before asking us to sleep. Later, I heard their boss saying to one of them to bring him water to gargle his mouth. Then we realized it was daybreak. But this was not their final stop. They moved for another long hour and stopped at a shade to rest. When we stopped, they asked my father how much he could afford for our release. He said only one million naira. This annoyed the terrorists who claimed that the old man was lying because their informant had told them that the 65-year-old man just purchased a car worth 7 million naira. They said he has houses in places like Abuja, Sokoto and Mina and that they can get huge amounts of money from him. They became impatient and started torturing us. His father and nephew Saido, their neighbor, eventually agreed to pay a ransom fee of 50 million naira altogether. They told our neighbor they were aware that he was in charge of salary disembursement to security operatives in both Sokoto and Zamfara states. So for that reason, he was asked to pay the sum of 40 million naira for ransom, while my father would pay the sum of 10 million naira. The terrorists asked them to contact their relatives and give an ultimatum of two days to pay the amount. The families were only able to gather 2.5 million naira, but the group did not bulge. They said, if our people are not ready to have us, they should let them know so they can kill us and move on. This was on the 12th night in the bush. 
When the kidnappers eventually removed the hood on their faces, Sanusi discovered they were already in Kaluko, Zamfara State. The family continued negotiating with the abductors until the terror group finally settled for 3 million naira. The horror did not end there. They killed Farouk. They killed my friend, Farouk, and another person because they claimed the money was too small compared to what they demanded. Sanusi's experience is similar to several others in villages across northwest Nigeria, as armed groups continue the reign of terror in the region unrestrained. Activities of the groups have forced more than 80,000 civilians to flee their communities and find refuge in the Niger Republic. More than 8,000 people have been killed since 2011. Some residents have resorted to self-help and are buying guns for as low as 3,500 naira to protect themselves. Labar and Taylor is one of them. There was a week when bandits attacked us consecutively. We realized they were attacking us because we were not standing up to them. This made us start night patrols and it involved all the members of the community. Even last night you would have heard rounds of bullets being shot in the air. Had it been you were here in the night, you'd have heard rounds of bullets being shot in the air. I shoot like four to five rounds every night. This is an episode of Vestiges of Violence. It was written by Abiodun Jamiu and edited by Anita Eboebe. Produced by Abba Toko. A quick note about our voice acting. All dramatizations in this episode are based on actual interviews conducted with the subject. Voice acting by Aliu Dahiro Aliu, Mohamed Akinyami, and Abba Toko. The multimedia editor is Anthony Asemotam. The executive producer is Ahmed Selkida. For more stories, go to humanangomedia.com and find more episodes wherever you get your podcasts. I am Hamida.